Welcome to The Lorraine Murphy Show. If you're anything like me, you want a successful, abundant business, epic energy, a growth mindset, vibrant health, and beautiful relationships. And this podcast sets out to help us achieve all of that together. I've been in the entrepreneurship arena for almost a decade now and have mentored hundreds of other business owners. So I know what goes on behind the scenes and what it takes to succeed. This podcast shares the tips, tricks, learnings, and lessons I lean on in order to blend the different facets of my life as an entrepreneur, author, wife, and mama to two gorgeous little humans. Let's jump in to today's episode. Hello, and welcome to another bonus episode of the Lorraine Murphy Show. As I love you so much as a listener, I am treating your ears and brain to three bonus episodes over these three days. This week, I hosted the show up, aka a three-day personal brand journey to help business owners amplify their personal brand in order to grow their business. And the show up has been part of the launch of my Bold Darling Mentoring Program, which conveniently is bringing you this week's episode. I started Bold Darling a year ago because I could see so many stressed out, exhausted, resentful, unfulfilled entrepreneurs in my community. And I really wanted to build something that would make my mentoring more accessible to them and also connect them together in a mutually supportive community. The program is built across three different pillars. The three S's, I call them. They are support, structure, and strategy. And they are all designed in order to help you grow a successful business without sacrificing yourself in the process. Doors only open twice a year, and they are open right now until midnight Australian Eastern Standard Time, Tuesday, 4th of April, to be precise. You can go to bowldarling.com to find out more and sign up. And I think the biggest thing that I see and that the element that I'm most passionate about with the Bold Darling Group is that so many business owners are stuck on the hamster wheel of their businesses. They're working in the daily grind for little reward, whether that's happiness-wise or profit-wise. And what Bold Darling offers is a chance to consistently work on your business, get off that hamster wheel and work on your business in order to grow it. So as part of the program, we have quarterly planning days every three months, obviously. And then each month we have a different focus that we focus on as a group. So that might be money. It might be mindset. It might be creativity. It might be profile and influence content. Each month has a different focus. And within that month, then there are four different touch points with me. So that includes a masterclass. It also includes a tutorial, which is a live group mentoring session with me and the rest of the group. We also, every month, we are so lucky to have the caliber of experts that we have in Bold Darling because every month we have a different expert to come and speak on that monthly focus and they host an expert workshop each month. So if you want to check out the caliber of speakers that we get into Bold Darling, please go back and check a couple of episodes back on the show where I feature five of the experts that that we had featured over the last 12 months. And I would love to share with you kind words from one of our brilliant Bold Darling members, Carla Patterson, who is in the quite the early days of starting her pet transport business. 
Carla said, Bull Darling has made my solo startup journey feel like I'm part of a team. Lorraine is the leader and all the members of Bull Darling are like colleagues. They are supportive, encouraging, and always have an ear. We're all at different stages of our business journey, but there are so many similarities we can help each other with. I'll also add, I've got something from every topic each month. Sometimes I think this won't be for me, but I tune in and every session has has helped me. Thank you so much, Carla. Love your energy and just the show up factor that you have within Bull Darling. It's yeah, it's a delight to have you in the group. Thank you so much for sharing your kind words. So remember, Bull Darling Doors are open until Tuesday, 4th of April. And to find out all about it and sign up, you can go to bolddarling.com. And please, as I always say, I love hearing from listeners. I love hearing from people who are considering joining Bold Darling. So please do not hesitate to reach out to me on Instagram DM if you've got any questions at all about joining. So on to today's bonus episode. Day two of the show up was all about content and content fundamentally is how you bring your personal brand to life. How, when, and why you show up for your community will dictate how they perceive you, how much they trust you, and (laughs) critically, how much they want to give you their money. In this session, you will learn how content can bridge the gap between where your personal brand is now and where you want it to be, the three very real pain points of content creation, why the time to start on content is now and how to kick yourself out of inertia if you're experiencing that, the importance of finding your own voice, how to create a rhythm with your content that in itself builds your trust factor, the method I use for taking the pain out of content production. I would really suggest you have your notebook and pen ready as you listen because this is a pacey nugget packed session. Let's bring on day two of the show up. Hello, welcome back to the show up. We are on day two. I really hope that this is really sparking a lot of clarity, a lot of motivation, (laughs) and a lot of commitment from you to really focus more on your personal brand in order to grow your business. And I know myself that I procrastinate like an absolute mofo if I don't know how to approach something. So my greatest wish for you is that you feel like as we're going through this show up together, you're getting the really solid insights, tools, frameworks to help you get started. And if you're already started to really amplify the focus that you are placing and the results that you're getting from your personal brand. So yesterday we talked all things strategy. We talked about the importance of knowing your end state, where you're trying to get to when it comes to your personal brand, almost like programming your GPS from this whole personal brand adventure that you are on. And I talked about the dream bio and how I use that as how to, I guess, design my GPS for what I wanted to achieve from my personal brand. And I also talked you through my ascension model and shared with you a behind the scenes from my business on how I approach that, not just the commercials of the products that I create within my business, but also the energy management and the energy management of those products as well. So really hoping that you are getting that clarity, that motivation, and you're feeling like you're really on a roll with this show up. So as I said, today is day two. This is, as you're watching it, you're aware, our pre-recorded session. And today we are talking content. Because if we think about where we want to get to in terms of the end state that we have for our personal brand, a huge, I guess, 
a huge bridge between the gap of where we are now and where we want to be is the content that we create that will really help us connect effectively with our perfect customer, whether that perfect customer is a speaking client or it's someone to come and buy your digital product or someone to come into your bricks and mortar business and invest their hard-earned cash with you. So content, as I said, it's that bridge that helps us connect with that ideal client. And it is so incredibly important for any business. I will challenge anyone to find my, <laughs> find me a business that is not incredibly more powerful and more potent if it is creating content that really does connect with their perfect customer. So many reasons that it's important. But number one is definitely that it's an opportunity for potential customers to get to know you and to get to know your business. We talked in the pre-work video about the importance of lowering buyer's resistance. The content creation that you do and you put out there is how you do that with your dream client. The second is that it builds trust. Again, talking to that point about lowering buyer's resistance, and it really builds that recency and frequency. So it's not guaranteed, unfortunately, that every time we are selling something that our ideal customer is in the right position and they've got that need to buy right then and there. So chances are it'll have to be almost like a bit of a nurturing uh, relationship until they are ready to buy. So if they just see one piece of content from you and that's it, they don't hear from you again for another three, four months, you're failing to create that recency and that frequency and keeping yourself front of mind with them when they are ready to purchase. And it's also a huge opportunity to educate your target customer so that when they do ultimately invest with you, that they already know exactly what to expect. They know your working style. I find it amazing when people join my Bold Darling group or they sign up with me for one-on-one mentoring. They have followed my content it's so much that they already, it's almost like they've already and internalized a lot of the core philosophies that I speak to, which means that when they do join Bold Darling and we start working together one-on-one, that they're already in sync with me. We're already in sync together, if that makes sense. So many reasons that it's valuable, you know, creating this content. However, there are also so many reasons that it's challenging. Content, I really do believe, is one of the most challenging parts, but definitely of the whole marketing side of things in a business. And the reason for that is creating content is it's a creative adventure. There's always the opportunity to not do it properly, not do it well, not do it like your colleague in a similar industry would have done it. There's always the scope of the opportunity with any creative endeavor to fail. And that really does make it challenging to put ourselves out there. I remember one of my mentors saying that when she's selling something within her business, it's like saying, here's my soul with a price tag on it. <laughs> it feels deeply personal. And for those of you, and I know you give a shit about your business because you're committing to doing this show up with me, you you feel it. You know, it's a personal endeavor for you. It's not something that's kind of at arm's distance. So that it's really challenging in that sense, the risk of failing and rejection if people don't like it or love whatever it is you're creating. The second reason that content can be so challenging is that it is constant. I remember someone saying that parenting isn't hard, it's just constant. And I think content is the same because you could create an awesome month of content and then next month you need to do that. You know, you need to do another month of content that the content machine is a hungry beast that requires a lot of feeding. So it really is constant and it requires constant showing up and motivation and discipline and bravery to actually go and and create that content. And the third thing is it's time consuming to create really great content. I loved 
in Bell Darling recently, we had Brooke Vulanovic, who is an Instagram specialist, come and run an expert workshop for the group. And she was saying, you know, yeah, Instagram is a free marketing platform, but it requires a lot of time to do well. And I really, really loved how she made that clear because you think, oh, well, it's free. It's not costing me any money to create this. Therefore, it should be easy. But it's the time expense more than the actual financial expense that is so challenging with content. So there's a lot of reasons that it's difficult. There's a lot of reasons that it's very worthwhile doing. And in today's masterclass, I want to pass on the lessons that I have learned when it comes to content creation and how I can help you as part of this show up adventure together, create more ease and create more confidence when it comes to creating content. I'm going to talk more, I guess, the nuts and bolts of creating content today. And then tomorrow in day three, I will be speaking specifically to mindset because I really do believe there's a reason I've kept that till day three (laughs) because it's a big topic. And I really do believe that mindset is the biggest hurdle to overcome when it comes to building a personal brand. So we'll be diving deep into mindset tomorrow. But today I'm really going to talk about the nuts and bolts, the habits, the hacks that will really help you unlock that flow when it comes to creating content that really connects with your perfect client. So the first, I guess, golden rule that I want to share with you today, and this is all hard-won wisdom from my last 11 years in this space, is to start now. I think there's a bit of a myth out there that, well, I'll just start the Instagram profile tomorrow and it'll start growing straight away and I'll just show up and do my first 10 posts and it will all be gravy from there. And unfortunately, that is not the case. Any platform, whether it's Instagram, it's email, a podcast, a book, digital products, they all take time to, first of all, obviously create, but also they take time to really start to find that traction with the purple. First of all, to find the clients that you're speaking to, and then to build that relationship with them. And I think so many people procrastinate and don't press the green light or hit the green button of creating content because they want it, they want to do it when the time is going to be perfect. And I'm here to tell you today that there is no such thing as the perfect time to create content. The best time, honestly, is to start now. Even if you feel like it's a bit average, as I said, we'll talk a lot more mindset tomorrow because it takes time to build. And I promise you, if you start now, You will be so happy. Future you will be so freaking happy in six months that you started now. And I promise you that starting is the hardest. That's when resistance is at an all-time high. That inner resistance that really holds us back from going and doing things that are going to be worthwhile in our lives or businesses. So please do take the time to start now. We As entrepreneurs, you will always want to improve on things. And the great thing is you can improve on things. If those first 10 podcast episodes aren't amazing, you get to create another 10. If the initial website or the initial Instagram that you create, just it's 99% there, it's not 100%, you can add those tweaks and those bells and whistles later. The most important thing when it comes to creating content that connects with your audience is to actually start creating it, start putting it out there, start building that relationship with the community that you want to create with your content. So please start now. And the brilliant thing about something like the show is it gives you that urgency and that container to go and start creating. My second goal's role as part of this creating content that connects is to really acknowledge the fact that it takes time to find your voice when you're creating content. I really do believe if I think about my emails, the emails that I've sent religiously now for five years, 
And with writing those emails, now they flow very easily. I've really found my voice when it comes to writing them. However, that took probably two years to actually find my groove and find my flow with creating those emails. Same for Instagram, same for podcasts, same for any of my four books that I've written. So please do trust. And this is my other reason for really inviting you to start creating this content now or start creating more content now if you're already actively creating content, because it will take time to find your voice and grow your voice from the point that it's at now. So yeah, just start the conversation. See it as a conversation. Don't see it as a one-way TV broadcast. You are really engaging in a conversation. And the tech that we have available to us now as entrepreneurs enables us to be very conversant as opposed to kind of just this one-way message that was what marketing looked like and content looked like in the past. Start now. <laughs> Those two reasons. My third point that I want to share with you, hard one wisdom that I want to share with you as part of today's show up is to really focus on quality over quantity. You have all seen content that you've looked at and gone, oh, this feels like it was just kind of slapped together or it doesn't feel like this person's heart and soul was really in creating this content. And it's you want your brand to be known and your personal brand to be known as creating great content and showing up with great content as opposed to yeah, putting something half-assed up. I would much rather that you create a brilliant Instagram post that you really take the time to craft and choose the right images and really take the time to proofread it and use your hashtags and all the things to do one of those a week rather than creating five a week that are pretty half-assed and slapdash. Really do try focus on quality over quantity. And I'm saying that with a view to the frequency that you post with, but I'm also saying it with a view to the number of platforms that you are active on for your content as well. So please, please, please don't try stretch yourself across Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, email, podcast, God knows how many other things. If you haven't already found your groove with one of those platforms, I would really invite you to focus on quality over quantity with the frequency of the content you're creating but also with the number of platforms that you're active on, actively creating on as well. There might be lots. Also, yeah, just kind of as an extension to this point, it's to think about where is your perfect customer? What platforms are they engaging on? And why are they engaging on those platforms at that particular time? So for example, your target audience might be corporates in professional services. However, when they're on Instagram in the evening, chances are they're more in kind of chill zone. They are looking for fashion tips or lifestyle advice or food ideas or, you know, inspo around mindset and energy management. They're maybe not looking for as kind of more structured content that is related to their day job. Chances are they will be more keen to consume that on a platform like LinkedIn or in an email delivered to their work email as opposed to Instagram. So just introducing some different concepts around how you can start to decide what are the platforms and what is the frequency of content that will really serve you and enable you to deliver on that quality over quantity promise to your, your community. Number four is to, and this has been one of my greatest learnings, and I actually originally kind of had this learning back in my first business, which was the first talent agency for social influencers in Australia. And I got to work back then with dozens of the brightest minds when it came to digital content in Australia. These people were the absolute pioneers of the blogging, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter space in Australia. 
And something that I observed, it was the influencers who had built the most engaged audiences, who had built the biggest audiences, and who were getting the best, I guess, they were getting the most approaches from the brands that we worked with in order to kind of work with them and help them monetize their channels. They were the ones that had a very clearly defined rhythm for their content. So for example, there was a food blogger who's still one of the leading food bloggers in Australia, and she would publish her blog post at 6 a.m. every morning. That was her rhythm. There was another influencer who would post three times a week. So the thing, and this is where we go back to that idea of building trust with our community through our content as well, is that when they know when you are going to be showing up and you show up when you're saying, show up, you show up when you say you're going to be showing up, that builds so much trust for them. It's the equivalent of if someone says they'll call you at 3 p.m. and they call you at exactly 3 p.m., you, I know the sense that I get is like, holy crap, but this, had this, per- this is how this person shows up for a phone call. Just imagine how much they follow through on the bigger promises that they have made in their lives and their business or their, in their careers. So really thinking about what is the rhythm and a few thoughts on this. What is the rhythm that is going to be sustainable for you? Because that's the thing. When you are committing to a rhythm of posting or sharing or emailing, you need to be sure that you can actually deliver on that rhythm. The last thing you want to do is get into a brilliant flow and send an email newsletter every second Friday. And then all of a sudden it's crickets because, okay, that was just, I just bit off way too much, more more than I could chew. So I think the trick with this is to find almost like that baseline. What's that baseline of content that you want to share and how often you want to share it that you can comfortably manage within your life and your business life right now. And you can always do extra. You can always do an extra Instagram post a week or you can always do, I'll sometimes do bonus podcast episodes, particularly around launch time when I'm opening doors to Ball Darling or, or selling other products. So you can always do more, but the trick to maintaining this rhythm and building this trust with your audience is to find the rhythm that you can show up for consistently. And of course, things happen. I needed to move back to show up by a week because my entire family got influenza B and we were very, very sick. So things can happen. But the thing is, when you are showing up so consistently outside of those curveballs that might happen, it just means that you're able to draw on so much trust capital from your audience when those kind of curveballs do happen, because they know that, okay, well, 95% of the time, this person shows up exactly when they said they said they were going to show up. And people almost like internalize that rhythm. They might not even realize I send my Monday mentor at 3 p.m. every Monday sitting time. And People may not even notice that it lands at exactly 3 p.m. in their inbox, but they almost have this internal compass for knowing, okay, yeah, this feels right. This feels like almost like it's part of my normal rhythm on a Monday afternoon. So find that rhythm, find that baseline that you can comfortably accommodate in your world right now. And as I said, if you want to increase that baseline over time, go for gold. If you want to add in occasional bonus content, go for gold. Just really focus on having that rhythm. The fifth point that I want to share with you as part of creating this content that connects is to please do talk directly to people. I think a lot of us have made the mistake, I know I've made it in the past, of almost hiding behind the brand of our business and not wanting to be personally visible within it. And I am here to really invite you to step more, you know, maybe it's tentative steps for some of you if this feels deeply uncomfortable. And as I said, we'll be talking a lot more about mindset tomorrow in the show up and just start to take those tentative steps more into the spotlight because people connect with people. They don't connect as well with other brands. 
I love doing a little, and you might want to explore it, a little experiment sometimes where I'll come across a founder on Instagram, so posting as them individually. And then I'll check out the business that they founded because the founder's Instagram, and they'll often have like a separate Instagram for their brand. And I reckon nine times out of 10, the founder as an individual, as a personality, has a shit ton more followers than the brand does. And the reason for that is we are human, you know, we are social animals as humans. We are drawn to connect with other people. So that is why I'm so passionate about this show up this week because when we are kind of hiding behind and playing small and trying to keep ourselves invisible, we are cheating our audiences out of such a brilliant opportunity to connect with us. And I was driving down the highway the other day and there was quite a few billboards on both sides. And I found it really interesting how I was drawn to the billboards that features people, featured people's faces. You know, it's like this natural homing device we have within us that we are drawn to connect with other people. So please do show up as you, obviously within your business channels, if that's how you're choosing to connect, but show up as you let people get to know you, allow them the opportunity to connect with you. And I was sharing a story with my Ball Darling group last month that I have a one-on-one mentee who I've worked with for many, many years, and she was launching and she sent me through one of her emails to have a quick look over. And she hadn't done this before. I'd never gotten to, she'd never proofed them with me before. And it just wasn't connecting with me at all. And I realized that the reason was she had written about herself in the third person. So she had written it almost like, Lorraine says this, and Lorraine believes this, and Lorraine is very passionate about these five things. And it just wasn't creating that emotional connection for me with her. So I gave her feedback. She went away and rewrote it as her. And the difference, it was like night and day. (laughs) So as a bare bones in terms of allowing your audience to connect more with you as a person, please do write in the first person, show up as you. If you have a team, of course, you can say we and you can have different members of the team showing up as well. Something really, really important to remember, and I talked at the outset of this session about the fact that content creation can be very, very draining because it's constant, because it is really creating the opportunity for us to put ourselves out there creatively on a constant basis. And it really can be an energy and a bandwidth zap. If you're familiar with Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, he talks about the quadrant. And in the top right quadrant is what is urgent and important. In the left-hand quadrant, he talks about what is urgent but not important. He talks about in this bottom quadrant, which is important but not urgent. And then this quadrant is it's not important and it's not urgent. The quadrant that content tends to fall within is that it's important, but it's not urgent. At the end of the day, if there is a client drama, if your team needs something, if your website goes down, if your email is absolutely fit to explode, you've got so many emails in your inbox, that urgent stuff is always going to trump you sitting down and taking the time to proactively create content for your business. So really remembering that in order to create the content, you need to be organized and disciplined with it because it's not just going to magically go from the important but not urgent quadrant into the urgent and important quadrant. So really thinking about batching will change your world when it comes to creating content. And what I mean by that, it's setting dedicated time aside each week, each month, each year, however you want to do it, 
And that is dedicated to, first of all, planning your content and then creating that content. And I was sharing this at my Bell Darling group last month. I feel like I've got like the good angel Lorraine and I've got the bad angel Lorraine and good angel Lorraine, which is being really, really good has her Monday mentors batched for the whole month. That's the email that I send every week. The podcast is batched three or four episodes ahead of time. You know, it's organized. That's good angel Lorraine. This is good angel. And then bad angel Lorraine is like freaking out because the Monday mentor needs to be written on a Monday. It needs to go out at 3 p.m. on Monday and I'm writing it on a Sunday night. I would like to think that 80% of my time is good angel Lorraine. And I almost feel like I need that 20% when I'm not really organized and batched just to fully appreciate why I do do the batching, <laughs> why it is a good reason, a good, a good idea. So for example, with my Bold Darling group, I will email the group a couple of times a week, whether it's reminding that a session's coming up, if it's sending out the replay of a live session, it's sending out my masterclass at the start of the month or any kind of bonusy bits and pieces that might be happening behind the scenes in the group. So what I do, and I've been absolutely religious with this for the last five months, is the last week of every month, I will sit down and I will write all my emails for the group a month ahead of time. So I will say, really excited to bring you the recording of this month's masterclass and and so on. So I will go in there each time I need to send that email and just make little tweaks and make sure it's current and it's updated. But that makes my whole Bold Darling group run so much more efficiently because it's in ClickUp in our project management software for me to batch all of that. It's in ClickUp for Cara, our VA, to jump in and send those emails on the day that I've specified within ClickUp. Everything runs so much easier. So I really want to invite you to think about the power of batching when it comes to your content, because as I said, it is important but it is not urgent. It will not be prioritized when there's a fire going down in your business or a fire going down at home that pulls you into that. So setting aside the time to plan your content, get it live will make a huge difference in your world. And it just means that you're you're almost insuring yourself against getting in your own way, against <laughs> sabotaging yourself because the content is batched And even if your child is sick or even if you get an urgent work deadline or even if you're traveling, just knowing that that content is batched and created, it just means it will go out anyway, which let's remember enables us to stick to that rhythm that we've created with our audience as well. So I would suggest a half a day to a day per month, which is dedicated to your content. And what I really love to do is when I've got content creation time booked into my calendar, I love to, in the kind of the notes section of that diary invite to myself, to actually list out what I'm going to do as part of that content time. So right now, as I'm pre-recording this session for you, in my content time today is to record the pre-work video, to record the day two video, and also to record some reels, some, some Instagram content as well that I can batch up into reels for launch time as well. Also creating a couple of videos of the Facebook group. So it just gives me a bit of a to-do list. I don't just sit down and go, okay, it's creative time. Let's get creative and start creating this content. I've got quite a clear checklist to actually tick through, which also minimizes my messing around and procrastinating (laughs) when it comes to sitting down because I'm like, oh God, I've got two hours. I need to get this done now. Okay. So quick recap. I've really given you quite a bit of information today. And I'm really hoping, as I said, that this unlocks that motivation, that discipline, that give a shit to actually really dial dial up the content that you're creating and, and to ensure that that content connects with your audience. So quick recap on what we've covered. First of all, please do start now. 
Remember that it takes time to find your voice. That's not something that happens overnight. Thirdly, always, always, always focus on quality over quantity. Fourth, find that rhythm, build that trust with your audience, show up when you say you are going to show up. Also, be personal, be personable, show up as you give your audience the chance to connect with you. And batching is life, making sure that you create that time in your calendar to to do the important work, i.e. the content planning and creation, because as I said, it's not going to be as urgent as other things that might pop up in your day. Okay, home play. As you know, as part of the show, you get homework to make sure that you are actioning and integrating everything that I'm sharing each day as part of the show up. So got three actions for you from today. First of all, do a content audit. And what I mean by that is, and this is more for those of you who have existing content platforms, list out the different platforms that you may be on. So Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, email, podcast, whatever it might be. And then just give yourself really simple, a traffic light system. Green, yes, that's going well. Happy with it. Orange is, yeah, probably could be improved. And red is either it needs a lot of focus or else I need to actually start it. So just go through all your platforms. You may only have one or two, which is perfectly fine. Give yourself a traffic light system. Yeah, give yourself that audit. Second thing I'd love for you to do is if you have anything red or anything orange on that traffic light system when you've done that audit, is to just consider what's blocking you from doing better on that platform. Is it lack of knowledge? Is it lack of confidence? Is it lack of time? Is it lack of support? And is it lack of resources that maybe there is a platform that you really want to use, but you just don't, you don't have the kind of the person who can run it for you. So for example, I run all my emails from Active Campaign. I have never logged into Active Campaign myself because I would not know what to do. I've got a brilliant VA Cara who looks after it and our operations manager, Sam, has been trained by Cara as a backup if ever Cara is not available to jump in and, and sort something. So just consider why. Just understand why. I don't want you to do anything else other than that than really start to explore why is it that I am feeling blocked or I'm not showing up in the way that I would like to on that particular platform. The third thing I would love for you to do is book in just one content batching session. If you can make that happen this week, that would be incredible. But ideally, we want that to happen in the next week to two weeks, just so you can start to feel what it's like to commit to creating your content and then making it happen and being the, you know, the good Lorraine, <laughs> having the good angel on your shoulder as to the, the bad content angel on your shoulder, really channeling that get shit done time in order to do that. Okay. That is today's show up day from here. We are live again tomorrow for Mindset. Tomorrow is going to be a really powerful live session. So please do, if you can, join me live for that. If you cannot make it for whatever reason, as per usual, we will send around the recording as well. And as I said, Mindset, I have personally experienced and I have seen so many of my Bull Darling group and my one-on-one mentees experience. It is probably the most challenging element of growing your personal brand. And reminder, get your home play done, get in the group and share your accountability actions and make sure you tag me in on Instagram or Facebook as you are actioning your show up. Remember, I'm at Lorraine Murphy Mentor and the hashtag to use is LM Show Up because as we have been doing all week, we will be choosing winners of spot prizes each day as well for those that we see showing up the most in the group. So thank you so much for today. I really hope that you've gotten some really clear actions and insights from what I've shared and really excited to join you again tomorrow for day three, which is 
mindset. Much love. Well done you and showing up for yourself. There it is. Day two of the show up when we covered all things content. Tomorrow I will have another episode going live with day three of the show up. So I hope you come back and join me for that one as well. And remember that Bold Darling doors are open until Tuesday, the 4th of April. And you can go to bolddarling.com to find out more about that as well. And I wanted to share one last testimonial with you as well from the brilliant Kate McConville, who runs an interior design business called Kate Mac Interiors in Sydney. And Kate said, I joined Bold Darling as after experiencing burnout, anxiety, and adrenal fatigue in a previous business, I really wanted this time around to be different. I wanted to create more control, freedom, and joy. I love the live sessions with Lorraine, whether she's coaching me or someone else out there, there are always great juicy nuggets of wisdom shared. The vibe of the whole group is so supportive, positive, and encouraging. From applying what I'm learning in Bull Darling, I am finally learning to get delegate effectively and manage my energy, which are aspects I have always struggled with. Thank you so much, Kate. You are such a brilliant Bull Darling member, and I really, really appreciate the time you've taken to share those beautiful, kind words with me and my community. So thank you so much for joining today's episode. I will be back tomorrow with day three of the show up. Until then, be bold. Please do remember to subscribe to the podcast so you don't ever have to miss an episode. I am always keen to hear your thoughts, questions, and requests for future topics on what I share here on the show. So please do reach out via my website, lorrainemurphy.com.au or connect with me on Instagram at lorrainemurphymentor. I would also love if you could rate and review the podcast as it helps even more brilliant listeners like you find the show. Thank you so much again for listening this week. Bye.